Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Rocket Mortgage, when you want to find your loan options in real time, when you want to adjust your loan options in real time, remember this, Rocket Kid. It's Kid Carbon on CBS Sports Radio. Also this weekend on CBS, the big events continue. The best golfers in the world, they head to Augusta National in hopes of winning the coveted green jacket. It's a tradition unlike any other, the Masters. Coverage begins today at 3 Eastern, continues at 2 Eastern, 11 Pacific, only CBS. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. I want to go to these phones coming up here very quickly. I wanted to text my buddies. I'm going to try to leave names out of this. Because Tom Brady makes me think of something. When I was young, it's going to be hard for me to leave names out of this. I'm going to try because I don't. I want to protect the parties involved. I had a friend growing up. I met him in, in middle school, junior high. We were all buddies with him. And once, you know, you, when you get cars and stuff like that or – one of your older buddies gets a car and you can drive around. Your your circle of friends changes. And I had a buddy who I went over to his house for the first time. And I'd known him through school. We went over to his house for the first time. And I saw his mother. I'm not going to go into the gutter like you guys all think I'm going to do. I saw his mother. And his mother was breathtaking. I mean, really. I'm 15 years old at the time. My buddy drove us all over to this other kid's house. I'm trying to leave his name out of it. It's hard. I'll say his first name. His first name's Brandon. Okay? Not the Brandon in South Carolina I'll take first. His first name's Brandon. And his mother, I'm just going to come out and say it. She was a stone-cold fox. And one day his parents aren't home. And we're doing what teenagers do when a, when a buddy's house when parents aren't home. And I went to use the bathroom. And I saw a picture of my buddy Brandon and his mother when Brandon was very young. And his mother, the, the picture was shocking. Because his mother did not look then the way she does now. Or the, she did when I was going into high school. She had, she was in just incredible shape when we were in high school. And I learned a bit of a backstory here, is that Brandon's parents were divorced, and at the time they split up, 
the father had thought he was trading in mom for a better model. If I can code that language the best I can, there you go. Uh, To dad that maybe mom had, or to the mister, maybe the missus had let herself go, uh, wasn't taking care of herself the way it is, and, and, and the mister felt he could trade in. And this inspired the missus. And the missus that I knew was, again, a stone-cold fox whose boyfriend, and I think they're still together, whose boyfriend was a really great guy, tremendous businessman. They lived in a wonderful home, and the boyfriend was a slice of beefcake that I have no problem admitting was an Adonis of an individual. She had done very, very well. And I think of her situation when I think about Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. At the end of Tom Brady's tenure in New New England, boy, Josh McDaniels has to do all this for Tom Brady. Can't load up anymore. Can't throw the ball deep anymore. Just, Just looks hobbled, looks old. Maybe it's time. Maybe this is it. You know, they can get to the playoffs, but the the AFC East isn't that good. You're in the same division as the Jets and Dolphins and Bills. You know, you just, eh, it, it's not much anymore. And Bill knows. Bill Bill's the king of, of diminishing diminishing skills. He, he said it with Bernie Kosar in Cleveland. He's saying it right now with, with Tom Brady in New England. It's over. It's, it's over. It's at its end. Maybe it's time for Tom Brady to hang him up or – Maybe it's time for for Bill to move on. Bill's a brilliant coach. He he knows what he's doing, and he knows that he's going to get New England back. And and we believe anyway, Tom Brady wouldn't be Tom Brady without Bill Belichick anyway. We said all that. And at the time, a lot of us thought it was true. I didn't, but a lot of people thought it was true. Fast forward a year later. Tom Brady's my buddy's mom. Tom Brady looks amazing. Looks like he hasn't aged a bit. He's 43, looks like he can play until he's 63. Hasn't aged at all. He's great shape. Having the time of his life. A bunch of young talent around him, throwing the ball all over the place, having a blast. You saw him after they won that Super Bowl, and I've said this a bunch of times. He looked like a divorcee who was enjoying that life without that overbearing husband. Really loving life. Finally, free from that from Bill. Bill and his ways and his feet and his stink and his fat and his ugliness and ugh, don't like being around Bill anymore. And Bill had the had the gall. After a 20-year marriage, Bill has the gall to tell me that I'm not keeping myself together anymore. So Tom took Bill out to the cleaners, took him to the cleaners, took everything, got A.B., got Rob Gronkowski, got Bruce Arians, went to Tampa, got to move to Florida, doesn't have to pay the state income tax. There's Bill. He's up there, and he's in Nantucket still up in New England in those cold, cold winters with his jowls. Well, Tom, living life, loving it. It's the exact same situation. There's a fine line in there, and we're going into year two. And Tom looks as good as ever, and Bill... Looks as sad as ever, and maybe he finds out now that the grass isn't always greener. He's got a, another year of Cam Newton. Cam Newton can't barely move. Cam Newton can't barely throw. Cam Newton's getting made fun of by 15-year-olds at a football camp. Maybe the grass isn't always greener, Bill. I heard LeVar Arrington's comments earlier this week, and I was surprised. I At first, I go, what an ass. What are you doing saying these type of things? Then I, I, I read the quotes, and 
I totally because I, I I saw the headline first, like everybody does on Twitter. I saw the headline first. I go, Lavar, what an ass! What are you doing? I go, let me click because I don't want to go rip this guy on the air. Let me look at his quotes and see what he actually said on Nesson. What he said made total sense. What did I just say about Bill Belichick? You think people won't feel that way if in December after Bill went out and did what guys having midlife crisis do, he went out and he spent in free agency. Everybody else, they're packing it in. Bill spent and spent and spent. Got himself a sports car. Got himself a new hairdo. He's doing commercials now. Bill's doing it all. He's out there. He's peacocking. He doesn't want his ex-wife to win over him. He's getting as much as he possibly can. And they spent like crazy in New England when they never did before. Now he's just trying to show off. Now he's just trying to do it in spite of the ex and Tom. Tom's the one living his best life right now. And if I make that analogy and put it to the NFL, now you see an NFL where what LeVar Arrington said at first blush seems silly. Then you realize, what could I say? And I just asked this to Jason Cole, a Florida football insider. You can follow him on Twitter at JasonCole62. Jason's one of the best. Hear that entire interview, CBSSportsRadio.com with the Odyssey app. And Jason admitted what would we think if Tom Brady goes back to the playoffs again in, in this expenditure that, that Bill Belichick has had if it doesn't work out? If he goes out and he spends that money on all those players and he still has Cam Newton and it just doesn't work out, what are we going to think about Bill? While LeVar Arrington might be premature, it might not mean he's wrong yet. I thought it was premature. I want to give Bill the credit where he's deserved. He, he is the most legendary coach in NFL history. But those things change very, very quickly. And by December, if the Patriots aren't the Patriots again and Tom Brady is still rolling right along with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I think you're more than willing to bet about more on Tom Brady than you are on Bill Belichick, what are we going to say about Bill Belichick? While 30-something-year-old Kevin Stefanski flourishes, while 30-something-year-old Kyle Shanahan flourishes, while Sean McVay with an older quarterback, 30-something years old, flourishes, Arthur Smith flourishes. Maybe Matt Rule with what he does with Sam Darnold. If, if Sam Darnold is is resurrected at all, what do we say about Matt Rule? And what do we say about Joe Brady? Hell, Joe Brady will be a head coach in 2022 if Sam Darnold's career even gets back to any sort of level we thought it was going to be at. Joe Brady's a head coach in the NFL next year. If the Panthers get a wild card, Joe Brady's a head coach in the NFL next year. 30-something-year-old coaches. Meanwhile, New England lets Tom Brady go. He resurrects the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He gives Bruce Arians a new lease on life. You're telling me that won't be a narrative in December? There is a mountain of pressure now on Bill Belichick to perform because LeVar Arrington, he may be wrong, and we may look back on it if he's able to, if if Bill's able to make a trade up, Bill's able to do something incredible for his quarterback, for his next guy, that's probably not Cam Newton. LeVar Arrington might look like an idiot. But I feel right now, if we're just playing it as is with a draft to come and everything, where Bob Kraft himself admitted last week that the reason, part of the reason that they were so aggressive in free agency is because the the great blueprint that everybody loved Bill Belichick for. Remember where there's only 60 players who are who are eligible any time during the during the draft process to be New England Patriots that are only fit to be New England Patriots. That whole crap that we told ourselves when really they had Tom Brady. That whole crap that we told ourselves where we wanted to follow the Patriot way when really it was Tom Brady's way. Now Robert Kraft's willing to admit that yeah we we made some really poor draft choices over the last few years and we were we were paying for it. We had some misses and now we have to do it. Wait a minute. Whoa whoa whoa. I thought there was genius here. Or maybe it was Brady. 
20 years from now, people will know Belichick as a legend. They'll know him as the greatest coach to ever stalk the sidelines of the NFL. Now, he, he, he might not be the most that, – that's an arguable point by some people, but he's the greatest coach that ever stalked the sidelines in the NFL. And people remember him that way for 20 years. And when he dies, people remember him that way. But right now, and maybe even in December, what LeVar Arrington says – is not that much of a stretch of the truth. You know that. 855-2124-CBS. Brandon in South Carolina, if I could get my mouse correct. You're next up on CBS Sports Radio. Thanks for the patience. Go ahead, Brandon. Hey, how you doing? Doing wonderful. Go ahead. Well, I appreciate you taking my call. Um, I just had to get back to a quick point about earlier with the whole Mac Jones thing. Oh, please. Well, well, t- well, two things about that that I don't know have been brought up yet or not. But one, with the whole championship game, Justin Fields was without a whole running game, so you can't expect him to do everything against that defense and that team. So that's number one. Number two, and I get that the SEC nine times out of ten is the toughest conference, but this past year, pandemic or not, I would say it was the first year in a long time where no team was in the top 10 other than Bama defensively. So what Mac Jones went against was Pac-12 worthy, I would say almost. I mean, you know, something like that. And given the right situation, yeah, he can flourish. I mean, he's got some traits, but I feel like he has to have the surrounding cast like he did at Bama. The other quarterbacks above him, I feel like they just have more talent and their growth factors and stuff like that are just way better. And, you know, with that, I'll take it off there. I'm not trying to take up too much of your time. I just You're appreciate good. you taking my call. Thank you, Brandon, thank you very much. I, I agree with you. I think you may, I think you hit several good points, and I'll tell you why. And I, it, what, I, what I think maybe not might not matter to you, but I think you made several good points, and I'll tell you why about this with Mac Jones. I'm not trying to rip Mac Jones, but I, I used to get very angry about this, and I had a bit, maybe an epiphany before the show or during the show today. Coaches like safety. Coaches like things that they control. There's, I, I knew a coach once who always used to use the term control the controllables. They like things that they can control. It's their vision. Tom Landry, one of the greatest coaches ever. We're talking about great coaches. He has a system. There's control. He exerts control. He demands control. There's a reason why Mac Jones makes sense. He can throw the football. He can make, quote, unquote, all the throws, and he'll do exactly as a coach tells him. I bet he's great on the whiteboard. It's easy to trust a guy like that. When a guy is able to, to make the most of his weapons and make the most of Devontae Smith, a, a Heisman Trophy winner, Najee Harris, who's a wonderful running back, of all the other of all the other great weapons that they have at Alabama, it, this actually makes sense. I agree with you on what you say about Justin Fields, though. I If I put Justin Fields next to Mac Jones, didn't say anything, if I just put those two next to each other – and said, which one would you take as a quarterback right now? I think nine out of ten people would take Justin Fields. And the other one's probably lying to themselves. As far as elevating a team, what could Justin Fields do with Alabama? Because I, I know Ohio State, they were in the national championship game. It's not like Ohio State's a bunch of garbage. I also watched Tough Borland, who is still trying to chase down Devontae Smith. I can't say it was smoke and mirrors. They went out there and they beat the brakes off Clemson. But when you look at Ohio State compared to Alabama, there are way more holes with Ohio State than there ever would be with that Alabama team in 2020. Way more. And so I don't want to use those reasons to attack Justin Fields when I don't think they're true. 
855-212-4CBS. Ben in Cleveland. WrestleMania weekend's here as well. Ben, go ahead. Hey, Ken. Um, two hey, quick WrestleMania stories, a um, little unrelated. Um, how cool was it back in the 80s before they had pay-per-view TV when we had to watch WrestleMania 1 and WrestleMania 2 on closed circuit? I and never got I- to experience that, and I think that – so what I'm, what I'm told is you go into a movie theater and they have it on closed circuit. Is that correct? Pretty much. Like WrestleMania 1, my dad took me down to a Cleveland Public Auditorium. WrestleMania 2, we watched that front row theater in Mayfield Heights wow. here in Ohio. Um, but, yes, yeah, that was before. And then, obviously, WrestleMania 3 started, you know, the, the pay-per-view. But um, favorite uh, match was uh, WrestleMania 1. I don't know if, you, if you've read on it, where uh, Paul Orndorff and Roddy Piper wrestled uh, Hulk Hogan and Mr. T, and Muhammad Ali was a referee. Um, in the middle of that match, Muhammad Ali got a little too involved, and I, he started throwing punches, and Paul Orndorff told somebody to get Muhammad Ali out of the ring because he was about to knock him out. True story. Oh, well, I, I've always heard, because I listen to all the podcasts from all the old guys, and I shouldn't say old guys because a couple of them are still involved in wrestling, but I listen to all the classic podcasts and things where they say how big of a fan, how big of a wrestling fan uh, Muhammad Ali was. I think Arn Anderson has some pictures with he and Muhammad Ali, and that I could say this now, that he had to be smartened up a couple of times because was, there was a couple of times he took it for serious there. So I, I don't yeah. dispute I don't dispute anything you're saying, Ben. I, 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 I feel differently about it now. And, Ben, thank you very much for the call on the memories. I feel different about it now. It is when you think about the way it used to be, how amazing, like when you look at WrestleMania 1, WrestleMania 2, and then what WrestleMania 3 did for guys like me and, and kids like me in my generation who were – either in infancy or started to watch wrestling when I was around my son's age now. How big those stars were, how big it really was. To where it is now where, hey, it's still a big thing, and I loved having Vic Joseph on. Vic Joseph is a close, personal, dear friend of mine. But I feel differently about it now than what I did then. And I think I think America feels a little bit different about it now. But it's still, to me, one of the inherently American things that we take in entertainment and we turn it into something so big, so grandiose, that we actually become cynical of it or and critical of it. We get to Diane in Pennsylvania. She's next up on CBS Sports Radio. Hello, Diane. Hello there, Ken. Uh, you had me roaring there before. Uh, I'll oh, tell you. Uh, Bill Belichick doesn't need me, Diane, to defend his... Uh, <laughs> His legacy. Uh, you remember, Ken, I don't know if you're from Cleveland, Pittsburgh, what area. Listen, I'm by the way, Cleveland. CBS Sports Talk, the best. I enjoy it. I'm a 50, over 50-year 50 Cowboy fan. Spent a lot of time in the Metroplex, but I'm talking to you a mile from the New York Yankees AAA. Wow. Seriously, one okay. mile from the New York Yankees AAA. Longtime sports fan, particularly of the Dallas Cowboys. But I'll say this. Belichick, you might be too young to remember, but possibly this. When he was co-king in Cleveland, mm-hmm. had things changed differently, I think he could have, and I like Cleveland a lot. I really do this year. I think Cleveland could have been very successful, but we know what happened there. Yeah. The owner moved out, you know. He got the rug Baltimore. pulled off from under Yeah. And Tom Landry, a book I read years ago, Ken. It was written by Roger Staubach back in the 70s, 70s, Time Enough to Win. That was Roger Staubach, Time Enough to Win, with a minute on the clock. He argued constantly, amicably, difference of opinion, audibling, what have you. But a lot of times Roger did make the correct choice. 
mm-hmm. uh, behind center, and it worked out. Had it not, Tom would have cued his head off. But a lot of things sometimes are cooperation, you know, between a coach and his quarterback. And how quick they forget, Tom Landry, Hall of Fame, created the flex defense. Very innovative. A lot of coaches, Parcells, will tell you how great Tom Landry was. But the point is, Ken, yeah. you know, how quick they forget. You know, that's the thing. Winning well, I don't think... seems to be everything. See, and I, I don't think we Buffalo do. the Buffalo Bills went four years in a row to the Super right. Bowl. There's, but there's nuance. Wouldn't you there's say? nuance. There is nuance to this. I, I, it, it, the historians, uh, Diane, you're right. And I, I mentioned that at the end of that little soliloquy there, uh, uh, what I said, and thank you very much for the call. I said, in 20 years, we'll remember Bill Belichick as the greatest. We will. You, Diane, you were totally right about that. We'll remember Bill Belichick just like we remember. We don't want to remember. We see the documentaries and we know about Landry at the end and, and the sell the selling of the team to Jerry Jones because they wanted a guy who was going to come in and the previous owner of the Cowboys didn't want to be the bad guy to let go of Tom Landry. You know, Brad Sham has gone over those stories. A lot of other people have gone over those stories. There is plenty of other stories to tell in the documentary when you really get into the, into the nitty-gritty. But the first thing I think of with Tom Landry is greatness. The first thing I think of with Bill Belichick in 20 years will be greatness. But right now, since we're living in the moment, you can't tell me it doesn't frost Bill Belichick's ass to see Tom Brady out there looking youthful, looking great, Every move he makes is fun. He's having fun on social media now. He's having fun with fans. He's having fun with teammates. He's in good weather. It's a free-for-all down there for Tom Brady, and there's Bill up in New England. Shivering and cold and angry and angry. And in 20 years, Tom Brady will be the greatest quarterback ever. And in 20 years, Bill Belichick will be remembered as the greatest coach ever. And only in the documentaries and on sports talk radio, if things continue to go the way they go, where there will be guys like me, because this is sports talk, this is nuance, where we go, hey, you know, uh, Bill wasn't that great after Tom left. Bill did this and did this and that for Bruce Arians. What was those records after Tom left? What, 7-9 and nine, and then what? That's the type of thing that Bill remembers. And and in what we do, where it's a 24-hour news cycle, we have to find things to talk about. Oh, yeah. If the Bills, if you see the Bills go out there and demand, or excuse me, run roughshod over that division, depending on what the Dolphins can do, run roughshod over that division, and then say Zach Wilson or whoever they do draft in, in New York does work out for the Jets, and you have the Bills now, the Dolphins maybe later, the Jets maybe later, and, and Bill doesn't have much. Oh, yeah. There's there's a conversation to be had this coming winter. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Coming up next, are you going to be ready for it, Connor? Are we doing work or shoot next, or do you want me to do something else and do work or shoot at the end? I'm ready for work or shoot. I might swerve you. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Ken Carmen Show. I want to entertain you guys with some wrestling. Is that okay? Go right on ahead. Okay. Rock Lesnar. How do you like that? <laughs> it was there. On CBS Sports Radio. Turn it up.
Surprise Spear WrestleMania 19. Stone Cold Steve Austin's final match against The Rock. Here comes the toughest son of a beat to ever lace up his boots in the WWE. Jim Ross on the call for his best friend, Stone Cold Steve Austin. I know it's WrestleMania. I'll give AEW some love. I love Jim Ross. And Tony Khan was amazing to us when they were in Cleveland. Amazing to us. Say what you will about the Jacksonville Jaguars, but Tony Khan was a hell of a guy to us that day. Hell of a guy. He's got my blessing. I don't care. 855-2124-CBS. I root against Bryson DeChambeau, not for the reasons I told you previously. <laughs> I don't know. Is Bryson D? Do you know Connor? Is Bryson DeChambeau like a good guy? I don't know. I mean, he seems like he might be a little bit odd with all of his different habits of trying to get in shape and things like yeah. that. So I don't know. Like, uh, like okay, like Brooks Kepka. I I used to think Brooks Kepka had no personality, and I heard him on um, what was it? Pardon my take. And I'm like, where's this guy? Where where where's this guy been? He was amazing. He's great. And so I'm usually wrong about golfers. And there's a lot of guys you hear. Oh my gosh, they're such a good guy. This, that, and the other. Da, 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 da. I don't know. If, I don't know if Bryson DeChambeau's a bad dude or not. I used to not like him because of the hat. Unless you're Dick Bergeron, I think that 99% of guys who wear that hat, they think that they're better than me, just for wearing the hat. I said, if I get a tweet from a guy who's holding a craft beer, has a beard, and wears one of those Bryson DeChambeau hats, I know I probably don't want to hang out with you because I know that you think you're better than me already. I think you're predisposed to think of that. But it's not even about the hat. I'm going to sound like a fuddy-duddy. I'm not trying to be that way. I don't want to see Bryson DeChambeau win because I don't want a cheat code for another sport. In the NBA, I heard J.B. Bickerstaff say a couple of weeks ago, and we've had this on the back burner of my local show, uh, he wants to move the three-point line back. It's gotten too easy. With football, they tinker with things, but we, we have found in a, lot of, in a lot of sports, especially basketball, especially baseball, where science has kind of taken out some of the not odds. Science has kind of taken out some of the fun stuff that happens in the sport. You know, in the NBA, like there, there was a chance. Now you're a good three-point team. It, it changes it changes things. In the NFL, you know, the analytical sense of view. And, and I can't, I'm not going to sit there and be a science denier. I'm not going to sit there and be a person who denies analytics. There's a lot of great things. I don't want to be Bill Polian about this, all right? I, I want to see what's meant to be seen in 2021 and, and in the future. But I also know that for entertainment purposes, these are pro sports. They are there for our entertainment. That, no, I do not want to see a guy like Bryson DeChambeau be able to outdrive everybody, put the ball close to the pin, and win every single tournament because of that. Just like Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods was different. I've already seen the Tiger Woods. I don't need to see another version of it with Bryson DeChambeau. I root against that. I do. I don't it, – it feels like it's a cheat code because it's it's ahead of its time, so it's not cheating. It's working differently, which is not cheating. It's not fair because it's better than everybody else, but it does take away some of the nuance that we have. Baseball, everybody wants to see home runs. You said everybody wants to see home runs. Well, ratings have been down. It's taken away from some of the the ground rule, the, the ground balls that turn into easy double plays. Taken away some of the some of the doubles down the line. Taken away some of the strategy that made baseball great. But we got plenty of home runs, but they're they're not creating stars, and we're not watching. 
Football is a different animal, but we see where that has changed a lot of stuff about football. All of a sudden, linebackers are worthless. Running backs, we've known for a while. Running backs, you get pennies on the dollar if you're a running back. Analytics changes things. And some of that can be very, very good. But I do want there to be, yeah, I want there to be some entertainment to it. So, yeah, I'd rather watch Tony Finau and, and Justin Rose and whether or not Justin Rose can hold on to it instead of a guy like Bryson DeChambeau just bombing it off the tee one after another. While that's entertaining, I don't want him to win. I don't want him to win. We all love big bombs. I just don't want to see that guy win. I want to, I want to wonder why that guy loses rather than watch him win. That makes me different, I'm sure. And, I, and I, I'm not denying science. I'm not denying analytics. I'm not rooting necessarily against that type of thing. But I want to keep it interesting. 855-2124-CBS. Up next, work or shoot. We'll try to get to you guys. But right now, the latest sports update with the wonderful Erica Herskowitz. He's bound and down, loaded up and trucking. Are we going to do what they say can be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound just like no bandit run. You're listening to Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. Speak now or forever hold your peace. 855-2124-CBS. 855-2124-227. At Ken Carmen, C-A-R-M-A-N. I still have Alabama fans worked into a shoot. Okay, well, have Mac Jones prove me wrong. Have him prove me wrong. I think Mac Jones looks like a creative quarterback at the beginning of NCAA football when you start a dynasty. Or in the old, old one where, what was it called, Road to the Heisman? I think he's a creative player. Honestly, Mac Jones is what you start with. Justin Fields is what you finish on. Boom. 855-2124-CBS. Come on, Alabama. Light me up. Try me. Mac Jones is what you start with. Justin Fields is what you finish with when you're done improving it and finding the actual quarterback of your fantasies. Take that, Alabama. Come on, let's go. I don't care. What do you think of that, Connor? Huh? Telling Alabama to just deal with it. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Just take that. We had Mike in Alabama who was a good call. The rest of them don't care. Now, I'm getting a little worked up here. I might be working myself into a bit of a shoot. Connor, you're you're running what I got a question for you before we do work or shoot. You run the first couple hours or do you run the whole show for Pony, right? I run one? the whole show, yeah. Why does he insist on talking about me at the beginning of his show? I think he just likes you and he likes it talking an, about you and talking to you. It is an every week thing, and I want you to do me a favor. I heard what he said in the open uh, in the open of his show. I actually had to drive down to Alliance, Ohio yesterday or last Saturday. So I heard the beginning of his show. Usually I'm too busy pouring myself a drink. And he mentioned me again, and he said he wasn't being sarcastic when he talked about the top five, what, serial mascots of all time that Pirno comes up with. He said, that's great sports talk. Oh, okay. I want you to pull that clip. Can you pull that clip from last week at, at the beginning of his show for me? I know you weren't on. It would have been in the 2 o'clock, right at the, right at the beginning of 2 o'clock. Can you do that for next week? Sure thing. Because I want to go over this and see whether or not Pony was being sarcastic or not. I will have America call in. 
I will put Pony over. I shouldn't, but I will. I'll have America call in and tell me whether or not he's being sarcastic or not. I'll have the whole state of Alabama call me up, yell at me about Mac Jones, and then tell me whether or not Pony was being cynical or not. How you like that? You like that? I like it. Because he was being cynical. And the other part, the other part, why is he texting me during my show going, when are you doing worked into a shoot? He didn't even call it work or shoot. He called it worked into a shoot. Is he trying some sort of mental warfare during my show? He's trying to get you worked into a shoot by said, mistaking the name work or shoot. I said, why? He said, I like that one. I go, ah, you're messing with me. If you want me to sit here and talk X's and O's, I'll talk X's and O's all day. You want me to go over offensive linemen? We will do offensive line radio coming up this month. At some point, damn it, I'm doing offensive line radio. And I will get into the I will get into the nuance and some of the real minutia of of offensive linemen. You want to talk hand to hand combat set points? Oh my good. I'll do two segments on guys oversetting themselves for, for, for forty minutes right at the beginning of the show. You think I won't do that? The the evolution of the zone blocking scheme, if that's what Pony wants, maybe that's what Pony gets. I will do the zone blocking scheme from Seattle to New England to now with Ken Carmen live on CBS Sports Radio. Is that what America really wants? We'll go through the entire alphabet of steps for offensive linemen. Try me, buddy. Tell me I don't want to talk sports. You ready for work or shoot? Because I'm thoroughly in a shoot now. I am ready to go, Ken. All right, it's time. Hit it. There's a saying in professional wrestling when two guys exchange words and they say they work themselves into a shoot. Now, we all know the rules of work or shoot. Maybe you don't, so let me tell you right now. Even though I say some of us do and some of us don't, we'll find out because I think everybody should know the rules of work or shoot. But let me tell you the rules of work or shoot. The rules of work or shoot and the explanation of work or shoot is simply this. Work is a false. Shoot is a true. And you might say, Ken, why didn't you just call it true or false? Because nobody cares about true or false. If I just said true or false, you probably wouldn't even listen to it. But if I say work or shoot, you go, what is work or shoot? And how can he say it so quickly without saying the other word? Well, you're going to find out right now as we play work or shoot, which is really true or false, except it's a work or a shoot, which would really mean it would be false or true. So stay with us as we now go with work or shoot. Connor, go. All right, Ken. Number one, the Jets traded former third overall pick Sam Darnold to the Panthers this week in exchange for a bevy of draft picks. Ah, the trade solidifies hear about that. Thank you for telling me. <laughs> that the Jets will almost definitely take Zach Wilson from BYU at yeah. second overall this year. As GM yeah. Joe Douglas said, quote, based on this move, you can see the direction we're heading. So can workers shoot like Darnold, Geno Smith, and Mark Sanchez before him, Zach Wilson will be another Jets quarterback that fails to live up to expectations. I'm not putting that on Robert Sala. I'm not putting that on Robert Sala. That is a work. Work. I'm not doing I want to. I like ripping the Jets. There are certain guys who own a pizza shop in downtown Cleveland that do make a very fine product, but they hate my guts. They hate me. Aren't you a Jets fan? I am a Jets fan, yeah. Okay, there's two guys. There's brothers who own a pizza shop right there in downtown Cleveland. Adam the Bull goes there, and one time Bull comes back like, Ken, he, they hate you. They were, And then he tells me exactly what they were saying. It's a sincere hate, and I guess it's because I was ripping the Jets before. So I like to rip the Jets, 
just to stick the knife in a little bit more and twist it just a little bit more like that, but I'm not going to do it. Robert Sala deserves a chance just like any new head coach out there, including Man Campbell. So he deserves every chance to get. But, I mean, there is a history there, is there not? There is a lustrous history of quarterbacks going to die with the New York Jets. I don't want to put that on Zach Wilson. I should put that on Zach Wilson. By the way, can I tell you something here? Can I tell you something here that's going to make me sound even worse to some people? Are you ready for this, Connor? I'm ready. Baker Mayfield is a franchise quarterback because he made it through four different head coaches. Sam Darnold couldn't, and everybody, including myself, told everybody that Sam Darnold was going to be better. Boom, mark it. You think Sam Darnold could have made it through four different head coaches in Cleveland? Not a chance in hell, friendo. Oh, bye bye Next. All right, Ken. Number two, earlier this week, Draymond Green criticized the lack of toughness from some of the NBA's younger players on Kevin Durant's podcast. They soft as hell. Man, I found myself this year trying to talk to some of these young dudes that won't talk. <laughs> And they like trying to be a friend. Yeah. But that's what these young dudes do nowadays, man. I don't understand it. So can work or shoot, Draymond Green is right. The NBA doesn't have the same level of toughness that it used to when Draymond first entered the league. I mean, Draymond Green kicks guys in the fellas, doesn't he? <laughs> there was a whole controversy of that. No, that's a, that, no, that's a work. Work. The rules have changed. The game has changed. You shoot three-pointers more than you ever did. How can you be tough if the ball's always on the perimeter? Being tough, part of being tough was being able to go hard in the paint, taking an elbow right from Rick Mahorn to your face. It's not that way anymore. And if you do, Draymond Green's just going to kick you in the fellas like he's Bobby Hill. Dirty pull, mister. Dirty pull. That's a work. No, I. there's a couple things I, I see where Draymond Green's coming from. I take Megan Rapinoe's side in that whole deal, which I was going to bring up earlier, but then, you know, we all got worked into a shoot over other things. Um, I disagree with him on that. How can a guy who kicks a guy in the fellas say that the league has gotten soft? I believe others. I can't believe him. Next. All right, Ken. Number three, according to The Athletic, multiple baseballs used by Trevor Bauer against the A's on Wednesday are being inspected by the MLB after they appeared to have illegal substances on them. Dodgers manager Dave Roberts responded by saying, quote, I just hope our player is not singled out. That's the one thing I want to guard against, end quote. This is in the MLB's renewed effort to eliminate the use of foreign substances by pitchers. So can work or shoot, Dave Roberts is right. Trevor Bauer is being singled out by the MLB because of his outspoken nature. I actually think that's a shoot. This, my friends, is a shoot. I think that's a shoot. Trevor Bauer has never minced words in his thoughts with Major League Baseball. And I think just like any, when it comes to politics, any body of work, the more you say you're on their radar and when you're on somebody's, I think it's in, I think it's in every walk of life. You go on somebody's radar as somebody who's negative, they are predisposed to thinking the worst of you. I, I actually agree with that. I think that's a shoot. Next. All right, number four, Sammy Watkins was recently signed by the Baltimore Ravens, and he's already defending his new quarterback, Lamar Jackson. He said, quote, it takes guys getting open to be great. If we get open, he can throw for 5,000 yards and can be elite in this game, end quote. 
So can Worker shoot with a better receiving core, Lamar Jackson will become an elite passer and not be as reliant on his legs. What type of question is that? What type of question is that, Connor? What do you mean? That you know what? Shoot. Yeah, I'm taking it as This, a shoot. my friends, is a shoot. Next question. Jackass. All Go. right, Ken. Number five. Last question. Tom Brady went on Good Morning America on Wednesday and said he. Two shows about to end in one minute. You ask me that question. <laughs> I can't even do another segment on it. You think I'm not getting worked into a shoot by you? Not a chance. Next. Go. All right. Tom Brady went on Good Morning America on Wednesday and said he realized the Patriot way wasn't the only way, saying, quote, when you're in one place for 20 years, you think that's the only way. And when you go to a different place, you realize, wow, there's another way people do things, end quote. Brady also praised his new head coach, Bruce Arians, in the interview as well. So can work or shoot? It's disrespectful for Tom Brady to take little veiled shots like that at Bill Belichick. No, it's not disrespectful. And the Brady in the top in the Patriot way is the Brady way. That's a work. Work. It's the Brady way. We just called it the Patriot way. It's the Brady way. And guys, there's more than one team to win the Super Bowl over the last 20 years. There's, there's other ways to win the Super Bowl. I'd advise somebody to get themselves a Tom Brady. That seems to be a nice, easier way to get to the Super Bowl. But plenty of other teams have won the Super Bowl without doing it the quote-unquote Patriot way. Patriot way is a myth. The Patriot way is dead no matter what guys on ESPN want to say. It's dead. The Patriot way was the Tom Brady way. Oh, there's only 60 guys you can draft. Okay, what did Bob Kraft say? Patriot way's dead, man. Any, it's a myth. It's uh, it's the Mothman. It's it's Bigfoot. It's Sasquatch. It's something that we choose to believe. That is worker shoot. Big thanks to everybody who joined us today. Jimmy Hanlon was great. Vic Joseph, Jason Cole, all wonderful. Hear that? CBSSportsRadio.com. Get the Odyssey app if you don't already have it. Listen to CBS Sports Radio for Pirno, for Green, for Belletti, for Herskowitz. The law offices of Pirno, Green, Belletti, and Herskowitz. I'm Ken Carmen. Andrew Filipponi next. See if you can go 20 minutes without mentioning my name. I'm Ken Carmen. You guys have a wonderful weekend. Bye-bye. It's been your pleasure. I'm out of here. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.